We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hey everyone, I'm Mike and she's Sophie. And she's Brenda. Hi everyone. And he's Grogu, just rocking it as always, Grogu. Dang. Yeah, he's happy to be here. Yes, he is. And we're happy to have him. And we are on the road with Mickey. This is episode 192 for October 30th, 2023. And our feature topic this week is your favorite Disney villain. Day before Halloween, people. Kind of got to. Only fitting. It seems very appropriate, doesn't it? Yes. All right. Well, that is coming up in a little bit. We have some cheddar, but first, we have a very special announcement to make. And Sophie, why don't you take it away? But Aunt Brenda is scheduled to go first. No, I'm talking about someone's birthday announcement. <laughs> I thought we were doing that at the end, but all right, since we're doing it right now, Aaliyah, your your Mimi and I wanted to wish you a very happy birthday, and I'm going to sing for you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Aaliyah. Happy birthday to you and many more. And many more. Thank you. Aaliyah is 12 years old today on the day of recording. Wow, she's practically a lady. Yeah, almost a teenager. Brenda, don't cry. Don't cry, honey. (laughs) It's okay. It's okay. I miss that baby girl. Well, she still is your baby girl. Yeah. All right. Well, Brenda, we have some cheddar from the big cheese. Big cheddar. You're gonna be able to, you're gonna be able to manage. <laughs> big cheddar. I'm so excited Sharp about cheddar. this cheddar. I like. I was just chilling over it yesterday. Like I just am so excited. Coming to the Disney Treasure in 2024 when it launches is the Haunted Mansion Parlor. This is the first bar that is modeled after the Haunted Mansion ever. And it is so cool. I want to go. It is so cool. I have a picture of. Yes, Mike's going to share a picture. Oh, my gosh. Doesn't that look cool? It is awesome. Can't wait. I don't know when we'll ever see the, the inside of the Disney treasure, but that would be so awesome. Yeah, oh, I'm excited about that. I'm I'm excited to see what it does because I know like some of the videos I saw had the lights like, you know, getting brighter and then going dimmer, and I think things like that will happen like all throughout the experience wow. in there, which is awesome. I want to go so badly. <laughs> <sighs> oh, can it be 2024 yet? <laughs> no, don't rush it. <laughs> it's mm. coming quick. Nope, not yet. All right then. Well. Speaking of 2024, 
Disney After Hours events will be returning back to Walt Disney World in 2024. Starting with Hollywood Studios on January 10th, Magic Kingdom on January 11th, and Epcot on February 2nd, not 12th. The After Hours events will be available. These are separate ticket events. And I am really excited for this. Yes, yeah. I'm very glad they're coming back. I love to be in the park after everyone else is gone. Most people are gone. Yeah. And it's dark and it's awesome. Yeah, I think it's really neat too. Um, I heard also for the Magic Kingdom events that Disney's Enchantment fireworks show will be mm-hmm. back for during those after hours events. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of interesting because that was done for the fiftieth. So I'm I'm quite I don't know not why. Don't quite get why either. Um I mean I maybe know. it's because people I mean maybe because most people have already seen Happily Ever After as the regular fireworks, so they wouldn't mm. watch it again. I don't know. I don't know what yeah. the reasoning is, but I yeah, don't know. I don't know either. But anyway, that's a that's a little twist on things. So, yeah. all right. Well, I have a little bit of refurbishment news. Refurbishment news. I do know how to speak. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> on November fifth. Disney's Typhoon Lagoon Water Park will temporarily close for refurbishment. And on November 6th, Disney's Blizzard Beach Water Park will open. So you still have a water park available if you have the the ticket that allows for it or if you uh, have an annual pass or whatever for that, then um, that's still available. But there's going to be a little bit of work done on Typhoon Lagoon. It's an annual thing. And so Blizzard Beach will be open up for that. So that's that's my cheddar. And now it is time to tackle the topic of your favorite Disney villain. So, you know, it's October 30th. Halloween is tomorrow. That's why we figured we would talk about our favorite Disney villain. You see how we roll here? This is how it works, you know. That's how it works. (laughs) Um, Also, we have two... Of our guests from last week that had their favorite villains. Yeah. And um Ira David with the third said the the evil Chernabog. witch. Well, well, first he said the witch from Snow White. Yeah. But then he said Chernabog. Yeah. And I'm trying to remember what Ira's favorite was. Do you Maleficent. remember? Maleficent. Maleficent. Thank you. You're right. Thank you, Aunt Brenda. Woo, I would have been like, uh, what it was. <laughs> Golly, you know, when I get old, it's just nasty. It's just not fun. It's okay, <laughs> it's so Daddy. You're, You're still, still a, a young sprite. I'm <laughs> just still a bit young. Just a little. <laughs> but You're anyway. not completely silver yet. <laughs> so anyway. That was our guest from last week. That's who they had for their favorites. Now I want to know from Brenda, who's your favorite villain? And favorite, I guess, should be in quotes, shouldn't it? Yeah, because no, it you shouldn't. know, even when you're trying to decide on this, you're like, Let's I mean, they're still bad. 
Yeah. But, you know, then you got to think of your favorite bad, which is, you know, it's kind of weird. It is an oxymoron. Yeah. <laughs> but I came up with one. Good. Because otherwise you wouldn't have much to say. <laughs> I, I'm not going to have much to say, but I, I did come up with one and it's Bob Chapek. <laughs> Just play. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was so funny. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm sorry, but I could not resist the temptation. That was the best answer I've ever heard. Ever. We're done. See ya. I'll have a good week. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, okay. So we've gotten the serious answer out of the oh, way, but no. let's just say jokingly. Yeah, that's that was a serious one. Now, jokingly, my favorite villain wears a cape. Oh, has so some horns. Yep, has some horns. Turns into a dragon. Maleficent. <laughs> <laughs> yes, my favorite villain is Maleficent, and I, as much as I, I try to get off of her, I can't. She's, she's just my favorite villain she's just wickedly mean and she's so like proper about it and so i don't know there's just something about her persona that just i just love when she's mad and bad well it makes perfect sense she's the mistress of all evil <laughs> yes and she she's the perfect one so she's i have perfect. a question for you brenda yeah so how do you feel about the live action Maleficent? That and made how her they, into an they made her I softer love the and... twist of the end of the live action one. I loved that. Because it felt um, like they were trying to soften her as not yeah, soften her up, not be as bad as she was in the original, of course. Well, because so. she was still, you know, she's still ruthless and everything, but when they even when she gave a thought to the fact that perhaps her kiss was the one that was going to wake her. I mean, even trying it, even like the thought of it was, I just, it was very endearing when, when it turned out that that was what brought Sleeping Beauty back out of her sleep. thought that was very sweet. Yeah. I like the okay. twist on that. Okay. Well, good. I like I like Wicked too. You know, did you see Wicked where they do it from the from the evil um, witch's perspective? You know, on it's the whole Wizard of Oz, but it's done from the other perspective. I love yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Yep. Liked it. All well, right. What did you think of the live action one? I thought it was good, but you want to know something? What? What? Historically speaking, Maleficent, sure her actions in the original movie were extreme but she had a good reason to be so angry about it because historically speaking the christening of a royal heir like princess aurora is meant to be a public event yeah everyone is supposed to be there whether they're friend or foe and the idea is that if you are not invited to one of these things and you are someone of importance, it is a great insult against you. Yes, so that's the, true. 
And I think that if Maleficent had been invited, she wouldn't have been so evil. Well, she might have been evil, but she wouldn't have explicitly taken it out on Aurora. I totally so agree I with you. So I think that the king is still at fault for not inviting her. I agree. Good thought process. I hadn't even considered yep. that. Mm-hmm. Totally agree with you. All right, then. Well, that's that. Is it my turn now? It's your turn. Yep. <laughs> good, because I actually have multiple answers. Oh, good. Good. And one's not Bob Chapek? No, no. They're all fictional characters, unfortunately. Oh. unfortunately i would love to talk about some actual ones but we're not getting into pocahontas because none of their villains made my list um so how many do you have yeah i have narrowed it down to three okay that's hard right it's hard to do yes because unlike some of you i delve into villainy wholeheartedly not through my actions, but through my favorite characters. I quite like villains. I am a huge villain person. Every night, well, almost every night when I go to sleep, I have a villain's t-shirt that I wear. <laughs> and surprisingly enough, my top villain is not featured on said t-shirt, which is sad. Uh-oh. But... So- I will talk about him first, and of course, Ira David Wood III already took my number one, that being Chernabog, but I can still talk about him. Now, for those of you who don't know exactly who Chernabog is, you need to go watch Fantasia. I know it's like three hours long, but it's in the very last part of the movie, and he is the villain featured in the segment, The Night on Bald Mountain, slash ave maria he is described as satan by the host of the show deems taylor and he has been praised as disney's best representation of sheer evil and as animator vladimir Teitla's greatest success and i love chernabog the way that maleficent is considered the mistress of the of all evil chernabog is like her male counterpart. If Maleficent is the queen, Chernabog is the king. He is the incarnation of evil, and he doesn't even have a genuine goal in his section of the film. He literally just sits on top of this dark black mountain, and he commands souls of the dead to come up out of hell and wreak havoc on the land during the night. Wow. And that is his whole thing. He is evil purely for evil's sake. Uh-huh. And the best part about him is he does not get vanquished in the end. The way that Chernabog is stopped is when the dawn breaks across the horizon and he sees it, he kind of flinches back and he retreats into his huge demonic wings and he goes to sleep. To repeat this cycle again and again, night after night. And as the dawn breaks, you hear Ave Maria playing and being sung in the background, like the Lord God 
rising up and vanquishing evil and spreading his light across the world. It is a perfect representation of Christianity, and it is a cycle that continues day in and night in, day out and night out, and that is why he is my favorite. Wow. That is fabulous. Yes. Fabulous. He is arguably the most powerful villain that Disney has ever made, and I don't think there will ever be a villain that will top him. Very impressive. Good, good stuff, yes. Sophie. What's number two on your list? I don't know how <laughs> you could have a number two, but <laughs> uh, I'm going from one to three. Okay, so I'm going gold medal, silver medal, bronze medal. Okay. Number two on my list is going to be Dr. Facilier. Ooh, from the princess yeah. and the frog people know how much i love this movie and if chernabog is the most powerful disney villain ever then maleficent is number two and dr facilier is right there at number three for me because he is just like maleficent has the powers of hell at her disposal she says so in her movie and chernabog is literally the devil himself Dr. Facilier also has these dark demonic powers in the form of his connection with voodoo. And you see it. He is called the shadow man for a reason. His entire plot, you don't hear much about it in the movie. His entire plot was going to turn New Orleans into a breeding ground for all of these evil entities just so that he could obtain power and money. That is his entire shtick. I've never, well, obviously there's Chernabog, but he is really, really evil. And he Very also nice. does it so well with all the bright colors and his song. A lot of what makes these villains so awesome is the songs that they sing. Like, the villain songs in these movies are probably some of the best songs ever. Be Prepared, Poor Unfortunate Souls, Friends on the Other Side. Mm -hmm. These are some of the best songs ever. Snuff Out the Light. Snuff Out the Light from what would have been Kingdom of the Sun. Such good songs. And that's what makes these villains so awesome. I like Dr. Facilier a lot. Very good. All right. I'm dying to know who number three is now. Can we guess? Can you give us some hints? <laughs> you can absolutely try to stump guess. Stump the mic. Stump the Brenda. Yeah. back at us. Let's try it. <laughs> give us a, give us give a us hint. Something. See if we can figure it out. Okay. All right. This character is actually, well, how do I describe this? Okay. Not so easy, is it? Daddy, I'm I'm actually You're gonna throw you for a you loop. Do it. I'm gonna throw you from a for a loop because here's the thing about this character. They're actually not a villain in my head. Oh okay. wow. So this character, while told to be a villain, and I will explain why in a bit. This character is considered a villain in the short film that he appears in. He, okay. He so it's not Ursula. 
It's not Ursula. <laughs> it's not Yzma. Short film. This short film is technically just a single part of an overarching film. So there are actually two stories to be told. You're not giving very good clues. I do not have a clue okay, at all. I tell you what. I'll just go ahead and say it because I'm not good yeah. at giving you guys clues and you're not good at guessing. No. Spit the it out. Headless Horseman from oh. The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. This, okay. This short film is... I don't... Yeah. It's a short film and it's looped in with Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, but I specifically like The Legend of Sleepy Hollow the most. And I love the Headless Horseman so much. He's a ghost. He's fun. And let me tell you why I like him so much. So there is this theory about who the Headless Horseman actually is. And the theory proposes that the Headless Horseman is an avatar of a well-beloved Pumpkin King, Jack Skellington. Jack Skellington is known to be scary, to be very frightful, to just completely terrify people out of their minds without so much as a shred of effort. And we don't know exactly how long he's been around, but the theory poses that he has been around forever, forever, as long as Halloween has been a thing. And so for one or maybe two of his Halloween escapades, he would remove his head to recite Shakespearean quotation, naturally, and he would replace it with a pumpkin, and he would go around terrifying the people of Sleepy Hollow as the Headless Horseman. And I buy into this theory wholeheartedly. I think I'm buying into that too. Yes. Yeah. Because there's really no reason not to believe it. Because there's no reason why it wouldn't be true. Yeah. And it's a great story. It just makes it feel that much more spooky and fun. To think that the Headless Horseman isn't actually after your head. That he's just pretending to be after your head. And yeah. it's what makes me like the Headless Horseman even more. I also just really like the legend of Sleepy Hollow in general. Because it's one of the few... American-born folk tales that we have. So mm -hmm. many other folk tales are like European mm -hmm. in origins, but in America we have a bunch of folk tales. But that one is easily one of the best well-known, and it's just a really good story. I like to hear about it a yeah. lot. Very and good. And of course, Bing, Bing Crosby singing the song for that whole short film is top tier is perfect and him showing up at the beginning of the booty you parade exactly i don't i didn't see him the last time we were there right. for the halloween party but i think he only shows up for the first booty you parade but it's still really cool to see him yeah very cool and i never very thought of good. him as a villain because of that Exactly. And the thing, you know, what's funny is when it comes to Jack Skellington, mm -hmm. I don't think of him as scary. And I think it's because of the the way he is for A Nightmare Before Christmas. Well, to yeah. Me, to me, Oogie Boogie is so much. The villain. Worse. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. So. Which is but, why I don't see the Headless Horseman as a villain, although he is recognized as a villain on the Disney Wiki fandom page. Okay. That's well. awesome. Sophie? Thank you. Good luck following that, Mike. You better be coming up with some spectacular. Oh, I've got a pretty good. I got a pretty good villain chosen here. Yeah. Yeah. Want a clue? You want a hit? Yeah. Go right ahead. Okay. It's not my picture in the background. Okay. So there you go. It's not Ursula. That's the whole hint. That's it. (laughs) That's the whole hint. Okay. Not one more hint. Just one more little one. Mm. Well, this character, there's some speculation that this character might be the oldest character, the oldest villain in history. Let me think here. Which is weird because Chernabog is yeah. the oldest villain in history. Mother Gothel. Exactly. Oh, very good. I mean, when it comes to villainy, it's hard not to top someone who is so self-centered, who is so into themselves that they will kidnap a baby so that they can keep looking young. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and lock her away, put her in a tower, tell her that she can't go out because you know the world is evil when really it's the, the personification of evil is right there in the same building with you That's right <laughs> i mean that is about as villainous and wicked as it comes yeah i would agree with that sentiment and you know what daddy she what? reminds me a lot of lady tremaine as well yeah you're yeah. right that jealousy bug. The jealousy, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't have nearly the detail that Sophie obviously does. Um, yeah. You know, I'm kind of the villain expert here. Yeah, you know, for sure. In in general, generally, when we're doing a topic, um, I think Sophie and I would both agree that generally, Brenda is the research guru. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When it comes to researching a topic, Brenda is on it and she is going to give us 16 pages about <laughs> one one obscure Disney legend that Sophie and I are like, well, this is ours, you know. But yeah. for this yeah, topic Brenda is really good topic, about real people. Yeah, for this topic, Sophie wins that oh research gosh, battle hands down. Totally, totally. Oh. So and so see, amazing. this isn't even just research for me. This is just stuff that I know. Yeah. Awesome. Telling still, you, I have so. a thing. It's called hyperfixation. And yeah. villains are my hyperfixation. I have so many more that I like. But yeah. those three would be my top three. Yay. Well, good choices. And, you know, Mother Gothel just... She's a wicked, wicked woman. Yeah. She is. She is. And and you know what? There's even a bathroom based on her movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just because of how... It's I not really her movie, though, is it? I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's not her movie. But hey, 
one thing that can be said for Mother Gothel, Rapunzel was comfy in that tower. True. However, I still wouldn't want to be stuck there for 18 years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of that is because of Pascal. I mean, if Pascal hadn't found her or if they hadn't met each other, then yeah. it probably would have been a lot more miserable at that point. So. Yeah. So anyway, Mother Gothel. But mine is by no means the best of the choices. I think Sophie wins. I think Chernabog. <laughs> I think the the yeah. way that you depicted Chernabog is just really, really cool. So yeah, I love Fantasia. It is arguably one of my favorite movies at all. So. Of course, my favorite villain would come from one of my favorite movies. Yep. Yeah. Very good. All right. Well, that is our feature topic, people. So the question is, what is your favorite Disney villain? Do you have one? Do you put favorite in quotes like I do? Um, Because it's such an oxymoron or... Do you embrace it like Sophie does and say, these are the people, these are who I'm looking at, and this is why, and it's kind of cool. So let us know. Let's ask the question in the group and see what kind of responses we get, and we'll let you all know what we got next week. Great. Um, I am certain that people are going to be like, not favorites, but embrace it like me. I am certain that's how it's going to go. I'm sure. Okay. All right. Well, then that is our feature topic. We look forward to seeing those responses. But now it's time for this day in Disney history for October 30th. Sophie, All right. take well, it away. So this isn't necessarily anything extraordinary, but I think it's something worth mentioning anyway. Back in the ancient year of 1997... <laughs> Mickey's not-so-scary Halloween party takes place at the Magic Kingdom and Disney World for the first of two nights. (laughs) It is the first time ever that the ticketed event is held on the night before Halloween. Wow. Very good. Yep. And it's perfect that we're talking about Halloween right now. That's right. Perfect celebration. Yep. So, Daddy, is our who's who Stump the Stove character a villain at all? Ooh. No. Oh. That's a clue already. It is not a villain. (laughs) Okay, then. I thought about it, but, you know, Mother Gothel was our our character like a month ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) So it wouldn't have made sense to choose her again. Um, I think... This one will be easy peasy lemon squeezy, okay? <laughs> okay. So, this is a fearsome dinosaur. A dinosaur? A fearsome dinosaur. Is it from Meet the Robinsons? You got to give me a give me an answer or tell me to say next clue. Apparently, yes. Next clue. <laughs> this character does not want to be replaced or abandoned. Is this Arlo from The Good Dinosaur? 
No. It's a I, dinosaur with abandonment issues. Maybe I should restart and say. Wait, no. Fearsome dinosaur does not want to be replaced. Fearsome dinosaur. How about that? <laughs> it's definitely the T Rex from Meet the Robinsons. No, it's not. <laughs> what? Is it from Toy Story? Wait, it's Rex from Toy Story. It is Rex from Toy Story. Way to go, Brenda wins. Thank no. you, Aunt Brenda. <laughs> no, you I just remember the movie. I never remember the name. <laughs> I, that was the last clue was going to be he always, or this character always comes through for his pals. And oh. pals would be appropriate because of Woody and his pals. Yeah. So, but well, and all the I toys thought, worried about being replaced. I thought fearsome dinosaur would be like so easy peasy, but you got it. There are Yay! so many dinosaurs in the Disney franchise, and the issue is I don't remember any of their names. You remembered this one. You remember a lot of them. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's Rex from Toy Story. Yay! Thank you. So, Bravo! See, really was easy peasy. All right. So that is the character of this week. I like him. I like him too. Do you know he actually has a cameo in Monsters, Inc.? Mm -hmm. It's in the end credits. You know where that... Where Mike and Sully are walking to work and that giant green monster makes the sound. <laughs> that was original. Well, it wasn't originally going to be Rex, but they had a cameo in the credits where they were shooting that shot. And it was Rex's foot because he was huge. <laughs> and he went, Rawr! And they were like, yeah, no, this isn't working. We're going to have to find someone else to play this part. <laughs> it's funny. Go watch it. That is funny. I need to watch it. That's cute. You know, before we get to our Walt quote, um, we wanted to say that we, Sophie and I and Cindy, took Cindy's Aunt Carol, and we went and saw a night, or the night, night, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, I almost said theater. a nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not what we not saw. Not going to that one. <laughs> and we liked it a lot because none of us had seen it in the theaters. But Sophie and I were amazed that it was only like an hour and 15 hour, 20 minute long movie. Yeah, we're like, it felt short. We're oh, wow. like, how is it this short? It just felt like it was really short. Yeah. So. Well, it's two hours, an hour and 20 minutes. Most movies are two hours, aren't they? Yeah. So, but we had Maybe a it just time. went fast because it was so good. Yeah. It could be. It was a really good, we had a good time. So. Yay. And Aunt that Carol liked fun. it because she hadn't been able to get out for a while. So it was really fun for her too. So. That's great. Anyway, that's all. So it's time for a little bit of Walt. So, Brenda, what do you got? Most things are good, and they are the strongest things. But there are evil things, too, and you are not doing a child a favor by trying to shield him from reality. The important thing is to teach a child that good can always triumph over evil, and that is what our pictures attempt to do. Yeah. Yeah. 
Even that over Turnabout. That is really good. That's a really good quote for this day's episode. Well, yeah, for any week. I yeah, mean, but especially for today. Yeah, yep. but with everything that goes on in this world and how chaotic it is mm-hmm. to remind the children you don't want to you, you can't shield them from what's going on in the world not not to the you know completely Mm-mm. um so yeah. yeah good quote thank you real good quote thank you brenda for saying it and thank you walt for speaking it that's right yes. thank you walt yeah so so that is our this, that's our show this week. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of fumbling my brainies a little bit there. But anyway, next week, my friends, we are going to finish our little series on the things we like in each of the lands of the Magic Kingdom. And we are going to be talking about the top three things we like about Main Street USA. In my mind, we sa- we saved the best for last. Maybe not in Brenda and Sophie's mind, but in my mind, we did. So, I think we did too. Yeah. Okay, good. So, that is our conclusion. That is our feature topic next week. Uh, We hope you all have a great week. We hope that you're able to find the joy in whatever you're doing and that if you're at Disney, have a lot of fun. If you're not at Disney and want to think about it, talk to Brenda, talk to me. Let's see if we can't get you a trip book, but more importantly, just enjoy what you're doing, where you're at, and and um, and look for the good, and and just look up for that. So, anyway, we will see you, see you on, on the, the road. road. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>